This is Knowledge in 5 from the Knowledge at Wharton Sirius XM radio show, hosted by Dan Loney. Volkswagen, right now, they're up and running. But changes have already been made at the top of the company. The recalls for their clean diesel disaster coming maybe in January. And the fines haven't been levied yet, but they are expected to be in the tens of billions of dollars. And Volkswagen has disclosed to U.S. regulators that there is additional suspect software in its 2016 diesel models that would potentially help exhaust systems run cleaner during government tests. John Paul McDuffie from the Wharton School joins us here. What was your reaction when this story hit, hit the wires a couple of weeks back? Well, I was as amazed as anybody. First time I talked to anyone from Knowledge of Wharton, I thought it was a U.S.-only story, and so we focused on why VW was particularly keen on increasing their market share in the U.S., and then by a couple of days later, it's 11 million vehicles worldwide. Yeah. So um, I don't know of anything quite like it. The, the other recalls in the auto industry have been much more safety kind of violations, deaths and the like. Right. Um, this is more kind of pernicious because you have this deliberate deception and then you have all this increased pollution, which of a kind of pollutants that we know causes asthma and lung disease and the like. And so it's a kind of a hidden uh, cost for the society mm -hmm. uh, based on that deception. This is deliberate deception to try and you know profit by selling more vehicles worldwide with emissions testing equipment that is not what it's supposed to be, which makes you wonder what the future is for Volkswagen right now, because GM went through the ignition switch scandal, but it really didn't affect their sales that much. This is something that really has the, the, the propensity to do major damage to this company. I think that's right, reputation-wise, uh, because the other thing that's so glaring is the hypocrisy of pushing clean diesel as yes. a wonderful thing for yes. the environment, exactly when you're doing this thing that's terrible for the environment. And so they got government subsidies for these vehicles as clean uh, all around the world. Yep. So that was a public subsidy for the deception. Apparently, Volkswagen underinvested in both hybrid and electric vehicle technology because they were such strong believers in the superiority of clean diesel. Right. A couple articles out talking about how because of, of this, they're going to go back and reinvest in those two areas. But again, th that's a long way. That's a big process to do at, at this point because, as you said, they kind of went on the lower end prior because of clean diesel. They're going to have to cut back. I mean, they're facing massive not only fines and other costs for repair, but lost sales, reputational sure. damage. So where where is it going to come from, all that new investment in an area they've underinvested in? Which makes you wonder what the kind of the long-term view of Volkswagen is as a company. Right. I mean, I, th I think the most angry customers are going to be those who completely bought the line that this was the environmentally best solution, and now they see that that was a complete fraud. Um, you know, it's a little hard for me to tell how the story plays for Volkswagen worldwide. Uh, yeah. Volkswagen is has been able to be number one in sales in the world because they're huge in China. They got into China way before anybody else. They had almost a monopoly position as a foreign automaker for a long time. They're huge in Latin America and Central America uh, because of all the brands they've added in Europe. They've got huge sales in Europe. You know, the U.S. was the one part of the world where Volkswagen was underperforming relative mm -hmm. to Toyota, hence the big push here. But 
in all those markets, will the reputational damage be as large? People ask me, is Volkswagen going to go out of business from this? I kind of doubt it. It's almost, uh, I don't know if it's too big to fail in the sense that it will be saved by regulators, but too big to fail in the sense that it's got a diverse enough set of markets, sure. and including places where this story won't play quite as big as it does here. This is going to be, it sounds like, the most expensive bill yeah. that an automaker has ever had to deal with Absolutely. because of the fines and all the repairs. I mean, what was it, $35 billion, I think, is the is the largest number that... that uh, uh, we've seen for an automaker, this seemingly is going to go well past that. And people are comparing it more to the BP Deepwater in terms of sure. total amounts of ex of expenses. Yeah, no, that's right. And so, um, you know, whether they scrap some of the diesels that customers have had, whether they bring them in for expensive hardware retrofits, yeah. um, the financial compensation for, you know, the deception and other kinds of losses, the government fines for the deception, the government fines for the loss, you know, for the false subsidies. It's just going to add up and add up. Meanwhile, their sales are going to be dropping, and uh, and they have this pressure to do more R and D on the on the EV, the clean technologies. So it's a tough, tough situation. For more information about Knowledge at Wharton, go to knowledge.wharton.upenn.edu.